Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to kick things off with something interesting. And I got my nails done the other day. And then as I was checking out, they give you the iPad because it's all hooked up with Shopify and good stuff like that. Well, the tip option was, first one was 30%. The second was 25%. Third option was 20%. I'm sitting there going like, wow. Okay, the psychology behind all this is most people are going to pick the middle one. So instead of just tipping 10% or 15% or even 20%, is that they're almost guaranteed, say 80% of the time, that they're going to get a 25% tip. But you know what? We all shouldn't feel pressured for that. I actually looked at it and was like, 20%, that's what I tip. I mean, there was the option that says other, but it's like little, little tiny letters at the bottom of the screen. You know, speaking of tipping, I have never tried cow tipping before. Um, Can anybody tell me how much do you usually tip for that? Oh, that was a bad one. I know they will get better. I promise. I promise. Because after all, I'm Kim Commando. America's digital goddess here with you. It's the biggest show. It's the best show. It's the most trusted show. It's an award-winning show about all things digital. And you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing, that's right, is now a tech thing. For those of you tuning in for the first time, a warm welcome. Delighted to have you with us. And to our regulars, it's great to have you back. And you can find me on over 420 top stations across the United States. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando. And you can find us streaming as a podcast. It was a webcast over at commando.com. Just hit that community button. And a special shout out goes to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Space Force, the Marine Corps, and the Coast Guard in 175 different countries. We salute you all. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right, it is my true labor of love. Every single day, I check out at least 35, maybe even more websites to make sure that we're both up to date on what's going on in the tech universe. And here are the top five things that you need to know right now, starting with Would you pay to not have any ads on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram? Think of any social media. Well, that's the future, folks. TikTok is testing out a subscription where you're going to pay $4.99 a month to not have any ads when you're scrolling. Now, the folks over at Android Authority found screenshots of TikTok prompting users to select between staying on the free version or paying up for an ad-free version. Wow. I can't imagine how much money they're going to make. Think about this. They have over a billion users monthly. 150 million people right now in the United States are using TikTok. I can't even do that math. That's like big numbers, all right? Uh, Let's talk about what's going on. Snapchat Plus costs $4 a month if you want ad-free. And they say that they've got 5 million subscribers like overnight. Uh, X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, is $8 a month. Facebook is thinking about a $5 a month fee. Wow. I mean, every time you turn around, somebody's going to be charging for something. But, you know, it kind of reminds me of this old joke. I'm sure you know this one. Uh, Steve and Cliff, where they're having a talk, and Steve says, you know, my wife, she's amazing. She lets me subscribe to National Geographic and Playboy for the same reason. Cliff says, why would she do that, Steve? And Steve says, 
because with both magazines, I get to see places I'm never going to get to visit. Yeah. Yeah, it's still funny. All right, number two on our list, how can you be sure that the person who's delivering your order is not a convicted felon? Okay. News out this past week about Walmart Spark Service. Okay, basically, it's Walmart's version of Instacart. And there are waiting lists across the country for people to become drivers for the service. But other folks are getting a shortcut. They're sliding into the DMs on social media, paying a few hundred bucks, and boom, you get instant credentials as a driver. So you contact an account saying that they have these credentials, and then they're going to give you a few options. You can rent their credentials for a week for about $80 or for a month for $160. And if you look up Walmart Spark on Facebook, you're going to see plenty of ads selling these fast track accounts. I took a look for myself. They are all over. Now, workers told Insider.com that it's common for people to use multiple accounts. Uh, One said, I could have gotten an account in less than a day. Walmart knows it's a problem. So here's the bottom line for you is that if you're using Walmart, Spark, Instacart, whatever the service is, okay, make sure that you're not letting them in your house. Even if they say, oh, you know, I can come in and I'll go ahead and put everything in the kitchen for you. I mean, I've gotten that myself. I'm like, no, it's okay. I can use the exercise normally I tell people. I like to lift weights and so I can lift that case of water. So do not let them in your house. You know, family members or friends who are using these food delivery services, Uh, Just make sure that you kind of pass this along and pay it forward. And it's really not just any delivery service, really. It's just not food. All right, number three, let's talk about gas prices. And they're so high right now. Oh, my gosh, I filled up my truck this morning on the way to the studios, and they actually charged my credit card $200. And I was like, what is that going on? Of course, that's the pre-charge amount. But in order to fill up my truck, it cost me like 110 bucks. Ah, So much money. But this past week, A guy in Detroit hacked a gas pump using just his smartphone's Bluetooth, and he made off with about 800 gallons of gas, about $300 worth. So the thief used Bluetooth to gain control of the gas pump and override its payment system at a shell station. Now, according to Mo, the owner, it was basically free gas for all. Every attempt to hit the stop button on the pump was useless. Wow. Isn't that something crazy? Uh, Moving on to number four, Airbnb problems over the past few weeks. Airbnb has had a lot of issues. New York City has basically banned it. And people are claiming hosts are spying on them. Scams are happening. Guests are overstaying their welcome. So Airbnb CEO uh, Brian Chesky came out this past week. He says, "Uh, yeah, I know Airbnb's broke. And I have uh, a few ideas to fix it that I'm going to be implementing. So don't give up on us yet, folks. And we are going to start using a lot of artificial intelligence. And they're already using AI to identify which guests are likely to throw house parties. Uh, the tech is analyzing billions of guest arrivals to see which one resulted in a party, which one didn't. They're verifying if the listing uh, on the if the listing pictures submitted by hosts they match up with satellite images. They're trying to crack down on the fake listings. So what this means to you is that if you use Airbnb, I want you to be sure that you verify everything. Just verify everything. And finally, this coming in at number five, the cat's out of the bag. Let's go to Austin, Texas, where a guy by the name of Polish Pandey had a bit of a fiasco with his adorable cat that has the name Tux. Tux wasn't feeling so great. 
So police ordered a lift to get to the vet. Well, when they get to the vet, police steps out and goes to grab Tux's carrier from the other side of the car. But get this, the lift driver hits the pedal and just zooms away. So police says he ran behind him screaming like, wait, 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 wait. He banged on the window hoping that the guy would notice and just stop, but he didn't. So police is desperate to get Tux back. So he tries to message the driver on the Lyft app, but guess what? He's limited to just a few texts and phone calls, and the driver goes radio silent for two hours. Eventually, the driver responds saying, hey, I don't know anything about a cat. I don't have a cat. So then police takes the story to social media, catches the eye of Lyft's CEO, and after some tense hour, Lyft hires investigators, and they find the cat. And the cat was not in the carrier bag, just found on some street. And how this all happened, don't ask meow. I think every tech story involving a cat should always end that way. All right, let me tell you, there have been so many times that I've heard from people who've been taken by romance scammers. You know the drill. They reach out to you. They say they love you forever. And then suddenly it's like, oh, we need some money. Yes, we need some money from you or gift cards. That should always be a big red flag. So when I read about Cece Hurley, I was like, oh, my gosh, we totally have to get her on the show because her story has a really different twist. Right. Cece, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate that. Um, so tell us, how how did this all get started? Well, um, I had a best friend that wanted to check on a uh, romance, you know, man of the moment for her. And she wanted me to see if he was still on the website, a dating site that she had met him through. I told her I didn't have that website. And um, she kept pressing me. So I went on and I couldn't even look at anything unless I had a paid membership. So I said, oh, gee, all right. So she was my best friend. I paid for a month. And uh, I went on. I couldn't find any information that she wanted. Um, the, the app wouldn't allow that. Anyway, here and there, I was bored laying on the couch with my back surgery healing. And uh, yeah, I just I started flipping through a bunch of different profiles saying, you know, hi or likes or whatever. And um, this man reached out to me and um, the picture was very handsome. He, he was about my age. He lived up in the city and um he reached out and we just started chatting that way. And so you were thinking like you you found somebody? Well, I, I figured, you know what? He was really cute. I'm not going to lie to you, but I wasn't looking. Right. And, uh, you know, we were about the same age and um, he told me, you know, we were going back and forth with information. Um, he said he was a metallurgical engineer. Okay. And he was from Norway. And I thought, ooh. Well, let's talk to this one. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, sure. I've always wanted to go to Norway, too. We're going to go there. Right. We're going to heat things right. up. So <laughs> so how long did the conversations last before you felt like something was wrong? There were red flags that I didn't see because I, at the time, and mind you, this was to the beginning of 2016, uh, I didn't know anything about romance scams. I didn't know that existed. That wasn't my world. I didn't know a lot about computers at the time, honestly. Uh, I guess I'd say probably about two months in, but I will say that at about two weeks in, I told my aunt about what was going on, and right away she screamed, scam. I said, what are you talking about? I said, no, this is crazy. This is not a real thing you're talking. Oh, yes, it is, but I didn't listen. So how did how did he approach asking you for money? 
Well, he'd gotten a contract job um, that he'd been working on, he said, it for some time. I uh, went from the city down to D.C. and said he had to leave right away. He said he had invested, and it sounded very earnest, he, he had um, invested his life savings, $150,000, into this contract um, after he had obtained the contract, buying parts from Turkey and... Um, Big long story. He ended up in Prudhoe Bay, supposedly, in up in Alaska. And um, I'd say maybe about a month and a half in more was like it instead of two months. Things started going sour for him, and he kept crying about losing all this money. He has nothing else after this. So that's when it started to begin. I really, I at it, you know anyway. I need ten thousand American. And whenever they say, and he worded things very well, I must say, Did you he? know. Whether it be an email, a text, the way he spoke, there were very, very few mistakes or typos. Well, I thought he's an engineer. He knows what he's doing. You know, he, he's educated. He's not going to make these mistakes. So, so, so he asked for ten grand from you? Yeah. And I said, I don't have it. Uh, no way. I have children to support. And uh, I said, you know, it's an investment. He says, do you know anybody? Um, if they can put it up front, I'll give them 10% interest. After the job is finished, which would possibly take about a month, and uh, I would return it right away. Uh, I went down to my coffee clutch, and I talked with a few friends there. They didn't say scam, but they said I would not invest that money. Got it. So, hmm. so that's when it began. So you gave them the ten grand. I ended up scraping up. I believe it the first time was seventy five hundred, and once they have you hooked, it never stops. So how much all total did you give the guy? Probably about 19000 which... It's a lot of money. Yeah, especially for a single mom, and, and I'm disabled, so yeah, it was a lot, and I wasn't getting child support, so it was a lot. So when you, after you gave him the $19,000, did he keep talking to you? Well, what ended up in the very end happening was, you know, I was reaching out emails left and right as, as he was. There were many times, many crazy stories in between. It's almost like an addiction, I swear to you, if not an addiction to when you're trying to help somebody and you're that deep in. So I said to myself, I knew at that point it was a scam. It's like I knew it, but I didn't want to admit it. I guess it's kind of like being an alcoholic, but not wanting to admit it. That's the only thing I can think to compare it to. And uh, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to set him up and see where this goes. Uh, so I did. And I had told him I had money and right away he needed money. <laughs> and uh, yeah, of course. And I thought, you know what? I'll be damned. I am not going to give this rat another penny. So I made excuses because it was very painful. You know, the realization of what I'd just gone through, extremely painful. It was 18 months worth of this. And uh, so I finally said, I'm sorry, I can't. I had told him in the next email the next day about a dream that I'd had about someone coming to my door. And I, sl I was sleeping on the couch watching the front door. You know, every night I had reason to, to do this. And um I don't live in a bad neighborhood, but suddenly at 4 a.m. and my daughter was on the other couch in the other room, there was a knock on my door. Well, it was raining out, and this person, I knew the accent, I used to live up in Brooklyn, and um, little guy, completely clean-shaven, not disheveled whatsoever, kept saying he didn't look spaced out or anything. It was 4 a.m., though, and he needed money, not money, excuse me, he needed water and food and shelter, 
And he kept repeating it again and again and again. So I called the police. My daughter called the police. And we're sitting here scared out of our wits. And um, the police didn't find any ID on him. But they did tell me he was dumped there, which I already knew in the back of my head because it was exactly like my dream. And he knew he wasn't going to get another penny out of me. Well, that's fabulous that you were able to get, you know, what, 98% of the money back. So, well, well, thanks for being here and telling your story. I'm, I'm hopeful that we've helped a, a lot of people in the process, you see. Romance scams are devious and they're spreading like crazy. So if you're involved with somebody online or if you know somebody is, make sure that you give them some basic advice. I mean, do a reverse Google image search. So this way, whatever picture that they're using, you can see if it appears someplace else. You know, go with your gut. If it seems off, it probably is. Watch out for anybody who says, hi, I'm in Norway or I'm in Iceland or I'm in Alaska, someplace far away and remote. And never send them money. Stop doing this. Do not send anybody money. No gift cards either. Please, together we can put these scammers out of business. Before we go back to all of your phone calls, let's say you're just messing around with your iPhone. The next thing that you know, you've accidentally called emergency services. Now, your first instinct might be, oh, I should just hang up and pretend it didn't happen. That's not a smart move. Okay, here's why. Apple's emergency SOS feature is a lifesaver. You just press the power button five times really quickly on your iPhone. And you can call emergency services and then you can let your trusted contacts know where you are. But because it's so easy to use, it's just bogging down 911 lines with missed dials. And while it's easy to hang up and move on, those missed dials are causing a lot of troubles. Okay, so if you don't hang on the line and explain what's going on, they have to investigate the call anyway. It's a total waste of time and money for police, EMS, and fire departments. So what I want you to do is just stay on the line, explain, sorry, but dial, didn't mean to do this, and answer any questions that the operator may have. Little PSA for you. All right, back to the phones we go with Reverend Jerry in Northampton, Pennsylvania. Hi, Kim. I hope that uh, your place where you are right now is air-conditioned because down here in Northampton, Pennsylvania, we're at 108 degrees. Oh, and you know what? The the problem with you folks over there is the humidity. Okay, so let me tell you. Yes. Okay, Okay, where I am right now, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, It's actually pretty humid. Uh, it's 39% humidity, and it's 97 degrees. <laughs> Big difference. Anyway, I appreciate it, and I uh, am a listener to your KimCommando.com uh, program and so on. I'm a member of that. Awesome. But thanks. I have a problem. Okay. I'm out in a car driving, okay, and I get thoughts of articles that I want to write or something that I want to write, and I have a little Sony uh, I, uh, uh, Sony recorder, okay. uh, a PX312, which I talk into. But then when I get home, I have to listen to it, and I have to t- uh, hit the keys at the computer and type everything out all oh, over again. So it's no, we twice don't want the work. It. We don't want it. What kind of phone do you have? I have an iPhone. Well, you know, okay. You have voice recorder built into that. You can just record a, a voice note. So you don't have to, you don't have to get into the Sony recorder. Okay, let me back up. Okay, you got a couple ways you can do this because you want I because I don't want you to type anything ever again. Okay, as far as with your, <laughs> right. your notes are concerned, is that on well, your because I'm a peck hunting peck. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, well, we 
there's only so much I can do. I can't help you with that, but I can help you with everything yeah. else. All right. So um, on your iPhone, you have something called the Notes app. Okay. The Notes yeah. app is a very powerful tool. And on the Notes app, you'll see a little tiny microphone on the right-hand side. And when you can open, right. you can up and open a note, you can hit the microphone, and then you can dictate whatever you want to dictate. Okay. And uh, it's not going to save it as an MP3. It's going to save it as just as if you're talking on a text or whatever it may be, is that it's going to transcribe your words. So you don't need to worry about MP3s. You don't need to worry about okay. listening to anything again because you can just use the microphone and the application that's built right on your phone. But let me tell you something. If you if you still want to use the voice recorder because you don't want to fumble around while you're driving, right? Now you got to open the Notes app, right? It gets annoying. Right. And we already have enough distractions when we're driving. Face it. Okay. Is you can always say, and I don't want to say her word because then everybody's iPhones are going to wake up. But you can say, "Hey, S I R I." Right. You know, take a note that says this. And then she will take a note that says that, whatever you want to say. If that's still a distraction to you, you can use your Sony recorder. You can take that little disc out, put you use a reader with your computer, transfer the MP3 file over to your computer. And then there's a website called otter.ai. And you upload that MP3 file up to otter. And it will transcribe it right into text. Okay. And how do I get the otter? I am going to give you a link. That's how you're going to get the otter. Okay. Okay. Um, Because it's just a website. It's otter, A-O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. And there are some other ways that you can do this. But, uh, you know, as my mother's been uh, going through a lot of medical issues, I like to record the doctor's conversations because you know what that's like. You go to the doctor and they have their own language, right? And they they exactly. and they like to assume that you know what they're talking about. And then you get in the car and you're like, what did that guy say? And you're like, <laughs> I have no idea what he said. You know? uh, and so, so quite often I'll record it and then I'll upload the audio file. There's a little app called Voice Recorder, if you, in case you ever want to record somebody's conversation. And I always get permission from the doctors. And I've only had one person ever say, please don't record, which I thought that was really strange. But anyway, here and there. Is that, is that right. you can, you know, you take this, uh, I take this audio file and then I upload it to Otter and then it just does its magic. I think you get free like 600 minutes a month and then they start then they want to start charging you um but the transcription is great you can export it as a pdf as a word doc so if you're getting inspiration for a sermon and you don't want to have to you're never gonna have to sit there and listen to yourself and type ever again right well that's that's what i'm trying to avoid now this odd are you say it's 600 minutes a month I think that's what oh, it is. Or is there a charge? Uh, after that, I think the charges. I'm not sure what it is um, because okay. I've never I've never broken the 600. Normally, this is like 10 bucks a month. That's it. Seems to be when we start looking at services online, people are the sites are settling in anywhere between like eight and eight and fourteen dollars a month. It's you know, it's, 
because the day and, and sites have to start charging because people don't click on banner ads anymore, right? I mean, when's the last time you clicked on a banner ad? Anytime? I'm yeah. sorry, what? When's the last time you actually clicked on an ad on a website? You know, people don't click on the ads anymore. Yeah, so. right, right, right. So very seldom. So that's why they. That's why there's always been this push. But what I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to post. Wait, here's what I'm going to do, Jerry. What I'm going to do is I'm going to post in the. Because you're a member in the Q and A forum, uh, we have a whole tip about how to transcribe audio into text and the different ways that you can make that magic happen. And I'll post that link over in the Q&A forum. And if you're new to the Commando land, uh, welcome. And where have you been the last 20 years is that if you go to commando.com slash community, over on the left-hand side, there's something that says Q&A forum. I've been tempted about changing it to help desk, but we haven't really done that yet. So right now it's still called the Q&A forum slash help desk. Someday we'll change that. And that's where I post links so that anybody who's listening, you can always find links to what we're talking about, especially when I say that's where they're going to be in the forum. Uh, we'll find You'll find more information about Otter. There's also something called the Google Keyboard, now that I think about it, that you could also be using. We'll put some information there as well. Uh, Reverend Jerry, thank you so much for your call today. Thanks for being a member. We all appreciate your support. Hey, you know, just a quick tip about this. Now, before converting a long recording, always, always, always test with a short snippet first because this makes sure it's going to be accurate and will save you just a ton of time in the long run. And because bad things happen to good people, uh, before any conversion, always back up the original files because in case things go haywire, you don't want to lose your one and only copy. All right. If you're the type of person who turns on your GPS, no matter where you're headed or whether you just wing it, you're going to love what I'm going to be passing along next. We're going to start with number one, for your eyes only. Let's say you want to go somewhere without seeing it pop up on your recent places. What you can do is turn on incognito mode, just like in a browser. Uh, This way, Google Maps won't keep track of your search history or update your location history to include that particular location. Really easy to use. On Google Maps, just tap your profile picture in the top right corner, then turn on incognito mode. Okay, if you're a Waze user, uh, your username and more may appear on a publicly available map. A lot of people don't know this. To stop that, you want to go invisible. Head over to My Waze Settings and Privacy. Okay, stop reaching for your phone when you're on the road. It's a big safety distraction. So you can use your voice instead. A lot of people don't realize that you can just you know, wake up whatever smart assistant that you have and then say, get directions to, give me directions home, where am I, how long till I get there, find me a gas station, uh, do do you love me? I just threw that in there to see if you're paying attention. Uh, you can also save money at the pump. You can search for the cheapest gas stations nearby using the Waze app. Uh, gas prices are crowdsourced. And they might not always be current, but it's a pretty good chance that you're going to find lower gas prices, especially if you live in a big city or town. You can also say, forget it. Yeah, Apple Maps remembers searches if you want to revisit a place you looked up in the past. But you can delete your history. You're just going to open Apple Maps and swipe up to open the informational panel. And then you're going to see your history under recents and then just swipe left to go ahead and to do a whole delete. Now, here's the deal. I know I just passed along a ton, a ton, a ton of information. And you're like, oh, Kim, I didn't get a chance to write all that down. Well, that's why you need to go to the website. Head over to commando.com and just hit that show picks button. All right, back to the phones we go with Wayne in Augusta, Georgia. Well, I have a smart home, smart lights, 
spark plugs and all that, which okay. is kind of fun most of the time. Uh, but I got to noticing that when we set all these things up, of course, you're already given a lot of information to Google with all this stuff. But everything, it requires GPS and all these things set up through a server in China. And with all the other things we're concerned about with China, how concerned should we be and is there a way to bypass that? Yeah, I know. It's always a problem, isn't it? It's like, yeah. okay, they just have everything. And this is like not even the big old balloon going across the United States. This is just all of the data that we just keep passing along to China. It is. It is a problem. Um, so the question is, are the Chinese spying on you, turning on your lights and your plugs and anything else? Um, you know, the, the, you know, is there a probability? Yeah. Um, are they looking at every single thing? Maybe. Uh, but what you can do to kind of eliminate some of this is to start doing things like keeping your password, you know, uh, stay updated on all the firmware updates. Look at permissions. Do they really need to have your location? Do they really need to be able to save everything, uh, save all your routines, save your activities? And that's where, you know, you have to take control of your privacy, delete your recordings. Um, the other thing that you, I really recommend is that you take all this smart stuff that you have, Wayne, and mm -hmm. you put it all on a different network than the network right. that you're using. So everything goes on a guest network. So in case something does get compromised, that you're not sitting there saying, okay, well, I just gave up the keys to my kingdom. I just did that. So let me ask you this, Wayne. What's the, uh -huh. what's the best thing that you have in your house that's smart that when you, go, when you look at it and you go, dang, that's amazing? Uh, well, I like the fact that when we leave, it turns everything off. I don't have to worry about running through the house and making sure everybody's turning lights off. I don't know. Other than that, well, I just like the fact that it's all automatic. It is nice. I love that. I mean, you know, here in Arizona, we get these big monsoons. And one of the things that I love about having a smart house is that during the monsoons, I don't have to water the plants. So the smart sprinklers are like, hmm, okay, it's humid out. Uh, looks like we're going to get some rain. And then when we get rain, it doesn't water the plants. I'm thinking like, oh, that is so nice. These, these little routines, these little things that can happen when you have a smart house. Uh, Wayne, thank you so much for your call today. Appreciate you getting through. Those dang Chinese, they're always getting our secrets. So your iPhone is dead. It has no more juice. Is it really dead? Mm, not. It has a secret stash of energy, kind of like a few extra miles of gas in your car after it hits empty. And you know what you can do? There are three things. First up, you can actually make a transaction. If you have Apple Pay set up on your iPhone, you can still make purchases even if your phone is not on. A lot of people don't realize that. Just hold your phone near the card reader and boom, you're just good to go. Next on the list, emergency services. Did you know that in the United States, all cell phones are required by law to be able to make emergency calls, even if they're not activated or have a SIM card? Just hold down the side button and one of the volume buttons until emergency SOS slider just pops up and then you can slide right to make the call. And then finally, Apple Find My. If other Apple devices are nearby, the Find My app can pinpoint the location of your lost iPhone. And speaking of iPhones, let me tell you something. I hate wasting money. I am so cheap. I really am. Okay, I am frugal. That Maybe that's a better word. So 
being the digital goddess and writing for USA Today, the Daily Mail, the New York Post, Fox News, and all those other places, I always have to be on the cutting edge. So I had to buy the iPhone 15 Pro Max. I had the iPhone 14 Pro Max. And side by side, let me tell you, these phones are identical with one little exception on the side button. Okay, I'm going to write more about this and talk more about my experience with the iPhone 15 Pro Max. But if you've got the iPhone 14, do not waste money. Do not get the iPhone 15. You don't need it. And I will tell you, I was charging my iPhone 15 Pro Max by my desk on a wireless charger for a couple of hours this morning when I picked it up. That thing was hot. I mean, like coffee cup hot. So I'm definitely never going to charge that by my bed at night. Hey, listen, if you learned a few things, if you laughed at a bad joke, make sure that you tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show. I'd love that. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.